he offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your 
kindness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. The Lord is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence. Good evening, everybody. I'm Pastor Doug, and I want to welcome you to Victory Christian Fellowship tonight for our Wednesday night refreshing service. And God is so faithful and so good. And Lord, we just welcome you here tonight, your awesome, holy, wonderful presence. Lord, it fills us full of joy, and it strengthens us, and it puts us over the top. And Lord, we give you thanks and praise for your faithfulness. We love you, Lord. We're expecting great things tonight. And we look to you as the author and the finisher of our faith. Thank you for doing what only you can do in our midst. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship the Lord together. Heavenly battle, 
your living water filling us with your new wine hallelujah Lord thank you Lord Jesus oh hallelujah 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 Jesus, you're very personal. And you know how to touch each and every one of us. And Lord, we thank you that you speak to us right now. to do good things for you says the Lord because I love you my chosen ones my beloved ones my sons and daughters who I've called out of darkness and I've brought you into my glorious marvelous wonderful light Oh, my light will make your future bright. My light will correct all your wrongs and make them right. Take my hand and let's go and enjoy the journey 
And you're going to enjoy what you will discover and find. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Someone say praise the Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Signature Worship Team. Our God is a good God. And you're in a good place tonight. However you came here, God set you up. You know, God fully intends to do great things in the midst of people. That's what he came to do. And this is Wednesday night refreshing because times of refreshing come from God's presence. And if you don't have a home church, we would love to welcome you here. We have a service on Sunday at 10, of course our Wednesday nights, 6.30. We have a youth service on Tuesdays at 6, a women's meeting that usually meets on the third Friday of every month, and uh, this women's meeting is going to be our women's conference coming up very soon. Our special guest is going to be Robin Bullock, the 16th and 17th, and then uh, on that Sunday, whatever that weekend is, um, he's going to be also here as our guest speaker. We're going to have a very packed and wonderful weekend, and it's going to be great. And if you're here tonight and you would like to give, you, you may give any time during the service in the backs in the or in the box in the back. That's we call that our seed planter, and uh, God receives your giving. Amen. The Bible says that Jesus receives it in heaven. And uh, there was a time when he stood by the offering container and he watched people put it in. Amen. And uh, he commented about a lady that put in all that she had. It was two mites. The amount wasn't much, but it was all that she had. And, you know, when Jesus makes a comment about your offering, you know it's going to mean a lot. So you can give any time if you're watching online. You can do that through our website as well. Father, I just give you thanks and praise that you bless every gift and giver, and it goes into your kingdom and does great things in Jesus' name. Amen. And we have some awesome kids. Amen. And we're so grateful for our kids that are able to come on Sundays and now on Wednesdays. They're, they're coming in. Amen. We love kids. And uh, so we're going to release them to their Kids Life class. Uh, our anointed minister, Mr. Paul, is going to teach them. Amen. So kids, have a great night. Follow Mr. Paul and get it all. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we want to welcome you here. Hallelujah. You know... Um, when the disciples of Jesus, they heard his call. It was a simple call. He went by them where they were working, where they were doing their thing that they did often every day. It's how they made their living. And he would say, come follow me. That's all he would say. 
or he said he would say, follow me. And those who had a special draw in their heart dropped what they were doing, and they started following him. Matthew was a tax collector. Peter, Andrew, James, and John were fishermen. Uh, they, he had some zealots there, you know, all different kinds, all walks of life. And he gathered to himself 12 individuals. And with those 12 individuals, they didn't quite know what they were getting into. I mean, Jesus told Peter, I'll make you a fisher of men. But he didn't know that the bait was going to be miracles, signs, and wonders. You know? He didn't know that when Jesus needed to, he would walk on water. He didn't know that he would use unordinary means to heal people. And I mean, the Bible, it doesn't even record all the individuals that were healed in the ministry of Jesus in three and a half years. I mean, multitudes and multitudes and multitudes of people who heard about Jesus. They went and heard what he taught. And they were healed. They were delivered from demons. And and the people were stunned that he even demons obeyed him. Waves obeyed him. Wind obeyed him. Trees obeyed him. You know, these disciples, they didn't expect to stand before dead people's tomb and have them walk out of the grave alive. Amen? Blind eyes open. People who couldn't walk for years walked. People who couldn't talk, talked. People who couldn't hear, heard. Amen? And I'm sure that there were times when the disciples said, what did we get ourselves into? Amen? Well, you got yourself into Jesus. How many want to get into Jesus? I don't know about you, but I'm into Jesus. Jesus changed my life. I was a dead sinner until I met Jesus. And then a light bulb came on. The light of the world. Amen. If you have your Bibles tonight, I want you to go to John chapter 14. We're just going to talk a little bit tonight. How many are hungry? Not for physical food. But for spiritual food. You know, we did not come here on a Wednesday night to have a humdrum religious lecture that lacks life. But we came here tonight because we want an encounter with the Almighty God. Because He is real, and He is still working. He is working through his body. We are the body of Christ. Amen? So, the disciples really didn't know all that they were getting into. And Jesus was telling the disciples here in John 14, verse 1. He had previously talked about how He was going to depart. And he was going to go a place where they couldn't go right now. But they knew where he was going to go. And so, 
he ent- we're going to enter this conversation that he had. And uh, he said, let not your hearts be troubled. See, everything they did, they did with Jesus. Right? But now, he was getting ready to retire early. You know, Jesus retired at 33 and a half years old. He fulfilled his purpose in three and a half years. After living for 30 years. He said, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And tonight, I don't want you to, your hearts to be troubled. No trouble, no worries, and no stress. Say, no trouble, no worries, no stress. All that stuff is left, let, let it go. Right now, tonight. Well, what about what's happening in the world? So what? If you know Jesus, it's really not that big of a deal. Amen? Jesus can navigate through troubled waters. I mean, my goodness, he knows how to walk on the water in a storm. And he knows how to get you on the water and you can walk on the water too. You know, Peter walked on the water. He didn't just, he didn't finish his journey, but he did walk on the water. Tonight, you can, in essence, walk on the water. What does that mean? Take a spiritual journey with Jesus. How are you going to overcome a troubled heart? By faith in God. Say, I put my faith in God. And then Jesus said, you know, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you and I would go prepare a place for you. So he's right now, he is making you a personal prepared mansion. He is building, he's in the building process right now, building a place for you when you get there. All right. Verse three, and I go to prepare a place for you. I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, you may be also. Did you know that God wants you with him? He came to be with us, and he wants to take us to be with him. Tonight, I want you to exchange your sorrows for joy. I want you to give up your pain and depression for relief and freedom. Amen? I want you to give up your wandering around this earth and find your divine purpose in God. And so he was telling his disciples, you know, where I go, you know the way. And Thomas said, Lord, we don't know where you go and how can we know the way? And here is the verse that I want us to focus on tonight. Jesus said unto him, I am the way and the truth and the life. If you don't know which way to go, go the way of Jesus. Because he is the way. He is the right way. Right? And, uh, you know... We have to be involved in a relentless pursuit of righteousness. 
You know, Christianity is a way of living. It's something that we can do each and every day. It's how we treat people. It's how we face problems. It's how we accomplish things. Amen? We do it right with integrity, in honesty, and holiness, and rightly. Amen? God wants to affect the way you live. And if you haven't been living for Him, you can change. He has made a way for you to adjust course in your life. All right? We have to go after God's things passionately. We can't be ho hum. Oh, there's Jesus passing me by. There's his word. Yeah, I heard it a thousand times. Yeah, but out of those thousand times, how many times have you done it? Go after God's things with some passion. Amen? God wants some passion. He wants to evoke your emotions in following Him and and doing things for Him. We need to get excited about the things of God. We need to get excited about meetings, excited about His Word, excited about the Holy Ghost. You know, and any time that you follow the Holy Ghost, there's always an element of unknown because we don't know everything about God. Just like the disciples didn't know everything about the ministry of Jesus. But aren't you glad that he took three and a half years and he patiently worked with them? He taught them, you know, he let them make mistakes along the way. Peter said, I'll never leave you. Then he ended up denying him. Right? Thomas said, I'll believe you. Then he doubted him. Right? You know, God works in threes. He is the way, the truth, and the life. The kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Because we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right? There's three witnesses in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And there's three witnesses on earth. The Spirit, the water, and the blood. God works in threes. Right? When something is established in three generations, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, it's going to be perpetual. It's going to be ongoing, right? So Jesus is the way. What does that mean? He is a way of entry. You know, every nation has an entry point, right? There's a port of entry, it's called. And if you travel internationally, you have a passport and they stamp you at the port of entry. It's where you entered in. So Jesus is the way. He is the way that we enter in all that the Father has for us. He is the introduction and the access into the supernatural. Jesus is supernatural. He's above natural. Right? And faith in Jesus opens us up to the spiritual realm. Did you know that there is a spiritual realm? It's more real than this realm. Why? Because the Spirit created this realm. God is Spirit, right? And when things weren't, until He spoke, and when He spoke, they came into being. He brought them into being by His Word. And the realm of the Spirit is where miracles, signs, and wonders 
occur. It's where they originate. And Jesus, you know, in God's, in the Spirit, we need to live a certain way. We can't just live any way. Jesus is the way. What does that mean? We can follow his example. He left us an example. He left us footprints. Just look at your neighbor and say, just follow the footprints. Step where he stepped. Walk where he walked. Talk how he talked. Touch how he touched. Listen how he listened. Obey how he obeyed. Did you know that Jesus obeyed? So when he asks us to obey, he's not asking something that he didn't do himself. He obeyed his father. He obeyed his father to death. Would you die for me, son? Yes, I will. Send me. I'm ready. He did. Jesus obeyed. So when he asks us to obey, he already did. He'll never tell you to do something that he hasn't done himself. Why? Because he wants us to be like him. We're supposed to be conformed to his image and in his likeness. Not this world. So we've got to live in a certain way. The way you live will either promote life or death. The way you live. Jesus is the way. Right? There is a way that seems right to a man, but what happens in the end, it leads to death. If you follow man's way, you're going to experience death. But if you follow Jesus' way, you're going to experience life. So, we have to have some boldness to enter the way. How many bold people do we have here tonight? See, because as you learn to flow and to move and to yield and to, re- to respond to the Holy Spirit, you're not going to have all the answers. And there's always going to be an element of faith. God is always going to ask people to step out into the unknown and do something that perhaps you've never done before, but he's telling you to do it so that you know you can do it. When God tells you, that is your ability right there to do it. You don't need any other proof or thing. Amen? Did you know that, uh, look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. Notice it says, having boldness to enter. How many are bold to enter tonight? What if God asked you to enter into something that you never did before? Amen? Would you be bold enough to enter in? In other words, God says, look, I've opened the door. You can come in if you want to. Jesus gives commands, but he also gives invitations. What do you have to do with an invitation? If someone sends you an invitation to a party, what do you need to do? I must say respond. So when God sends you an invitation, guess what? You need to respond. And no response is a response. It's called resistance.
having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living what? Way. Which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. So, let's enter in tonight into what God has for us. Alright? Let's go to Romans chapter 5. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 5, starting with verse 1. Do you love the word tonight? There is some good food being given to you tonight. Milk, meat, sweets, right? They all describe the Word of God. Verse 1, Romans 5, having been justified by faith. How many have been justified by faith? That means you made Jesus Christ your Lord. You made a confession and a commitment and you answered the call. Amen? Having been, oh, I love that. Having been, not going to be. Having been justified. I was justified when Jesus died on the cross. And then when I accepted him as Lord, I, I responded to his invitation. You know, his invitation is good until you respond. The gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. Having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. When you're justified by faith, in other words, you and God are in a right relationship again. Say our relationship is fixed. And you didn't even, you didn't even have to go to Dr. Phil. Amen? All you had to do was call on the high priest. Amen? Verse 2, through whom? That's him. Also, we have access by faith into this grace. Through Jesus, we have access by faith. What's the grace of God? It's his goodness. It's his favor. It's his divine ability. Amen? Grace is the opportunity and faith is the, or grace is the open door and faith is you walking through it. We have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. Let's make a decision tonight that we're going to stay in the grace of God. We're going to abide in the grace of God. We're going to live in the grace of God. We're going to move in the grace of God. Amen? Are you with me? If you're with me, say amen. amen. We're going to stand in the grace of God. What if the enemy comes on? I'm standing in the grace of God. Paul told Timothy to be strong in the grace. Paul wrote, I am what I am by the grace of God. His grace gave him the ability to go from persecuting to preaching. Amen? That's quite a change, by the way. In three days, Paul went from persecuting Christians to preaching to the lost and building churches. Wow. That's the power of the grace of God. 
By grace we're saved. God gave us an offer. And you can choose to accept it or reject it. Whom, by whom we have access, by faith in the grace in which we stand, and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. How many like to rejoice? Really? That didn't sound like you like to rejoice. Oh yeah, I like to, re- I like to rejoice. What does it say? Rejoice. Rejoice in what? In the hope of the glory of God. Amen? Sometimes, see, the glory is here, right? But when we choose to rejoice, well, I don't feel like it. He didn't ask you how you felt. We're rejoicing in the hope of the glory of God. We're not rejoicing based on feeling. We're not rejoicing based on experience. We're not rejoicing based on the past. We're rejoicing based on the hope of the glory of God. That's why we're rejoicing. He told us to rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. The expectation of the glory. Did you know that Jesus is the only God who shares glory with his followers? He shares his glory. And we have access to this. You have a backstage pass that gives you access. You have access to what a non-believer can't access until they believe. You have access into healing. Into renewal. Into restoration. You You got something that was lost or taken away, God can restore it. God can help you get it back or help you get something different. Amen? I just, this, this, this week, I just heard these words, the way, the truth, and the life. And God's glory will help you in tribulation and in perseverance. Right? Say, I have access to God. Say, I have access to His goods. You know, recently I just visited my parents. Well, they visited us, but then I took them home. And as their son, I have access to the refrigerator. I have access to the car. I have access to any room in the house. Because I'm I'm a son, and because I was born there, I was born into the family, that I have access into what the family has. Amen? Amen? And because you're a child of God, you have access to all that God has. Power, peace, help, problem solving, direction. You have access and we just have to go in and get what we want based on his word. See, he's the way. But he's also the truth. You're not going to access God's good apart from the truth. You, you need the word. See, you can't access God's goods without the word because Jesus is the word. Right? We've been given admittance 
entrance and an introduction into the kingdom of God. You have been translated into the kingdom of light. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, he is the way. And he is the truth. And he is the life. Amen? Did you know that you can't get to the Father any other way? You're not going to experience a miracle by good works. It's going to have to come through Jesus. Now, sometimes there, you know, like the man at the, at the gate, beautiful. He was lame from birth. Okay. And two guys who had just had been given access to the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of fire. Right. They were just filled with fire, Peter and John. And they were coming to church at the hour of prayer. They were coming to a prayer meeting at the church. Synagogue, church, same thing. Right? And on their way to entering into the church, they saw this man who had been lame from birth. And what was he doing? He was doing the only thing he could do was begging for money. Because he couldn't work. Couldn't support himself. So they sat him by a place where a lot of people went by in hopes that some would give him something. Amen? And it's good to help people. Amen? Say, it's good to help people. God's in the people business. If you didn't know that, he is. He's, he came to help people. Actually, he became a person. He made you in his image and he became just like you. That's pretty awesome. Right? And so, Peter looked at this man and something on the inside of Peter was stirring. The fire was, was blazing hot. Right? And Peter said, look at me. Because... God's work demands our attention. And the man looked at him thinking he was going to receive something. Oh, I'm going to get something good. If they're getting me attention like this, I'm about to get something good. And then Peter looked at them and he said, silver and gold have I none. Doesn't mean he was poor. He just forgot his wallet at his house. Okay? Peter had a fishing business. He had a family. Right? Jesus healed his mother-in-law. That means he was married. Right? But he said, such as I have. Because he had just gotten something. He got filled with the Holy Spirit. He said, such as I have. I'm going to use Nelson as the illustration. All right? Peter got in the man's business. And he said, such as I have, I give to you. And he took him by the hand. He said, rise up and walk. And that man's strength came to his legs. See, because Peter had the anointing, and now he was sharing the anointing with someone else. And, the, and the, when he shared that anointing, that anointing zapped that man. He got strength in his legs. He stood up and began to jump and shout and praise God. Amen. Let's pretend like we're that lame man sitting there. 
and we've been sitting there for a whole life. We've been stuck. We've been fixed in a position that we can't get out. We can't break free. We can't break loose. And we've been sitting there begging, hoping someone would help us along, hoping someone would give us something. Then all of a sudden, God sends two people along full of the Holy Ghost and full of the Word and full of the power of God. And they come along and change our entire situation. And they took us by the hand and they shared the anointing. And they stood up and began to pray. God. Let's pretend that we're stay up and praise the Lord. Amen? See, Peter and John made it a point to follow Jesus. They followed him when they didn't feel like it. They followed him when they didn't really want to. They followed him onto the sea. They followed him in the boat. They followed him in feeding the 5,000. They followed him to Gadara. They followed him to Samaria. They followed him to Cana. They followed him to the wedding. Amen. They made a point of following him. He is the way. You gotta follow Jesus. You gotta set your sights on Jesus. You gotta fix your focus on Jesus. He is the reason for the season. Amen. We gotta be following him and he is the truth and he is the life he's the life of the party when you bring Jesus you bring joy when you bring Jesus you bring life when you bring Jesus you bring the light amen and he starts to shine and he starts to go forth ain't nobody can do like Jesus amen Jesus J-E-S-U-S he is the reason. you got to make him your way. Because he is the truth. He is life. He is the way. Amen. He is worthy to be followed. He is worthy to be obeyed. Amen. Because guess what? He walked in your shoes. He felt your pain. He shared your emotions. He shared your sorrows. He felt your weakness. He was touched by your infirmity. He was flesh and blood, flesh and bone. Amen. He was a full man with everything that comes with being a man, a human being. Amen. He felt the full scope. He was betrayed. He was uh, left alone. He, 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 he felt enthusiastic. He felt joyful. Amen. He knows what it means to weep. He wept. Shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. Amen? He is the way. He is the truth. He will not lie. Now, the enemy lies. He can't tell the truth. The enemy wouldn't know what the truth is if it wore a red hat on. Because he is the father of lies. He is deception is his only weapon. And he tries to deceive people through lies and suggestions. But truth dispels the lie. And if you've been living a lie, it's time to come true, to come clean. Amen. Let the blood of Jesus cleanse you from that junk. He is the way. Everybody say he's the way. He's the truth. And he's the life. 
He's the source of life. He stood at a dead man's tomb and he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He said, the Father gives me life and I can give eternal life to anybody that I want to. He's a life giver. He's a life enhancer. He's a life fixer. He's a life coach. Amen. Jesus. He is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. Amen. And he's here for you. He came for you. He came so that you could have a relationship with the Father. Why? The man's relationship with God was broken through sin. Sin separated us from God. And we could not break through to God. He had to send a sacrifice. The perfect sacrifice. The greatest sacrifice. And Jesus came and he gave his life. He shed his blood. He died on the cross. He was physically dead. But then he rose again after three days. Amen. And you talk about a party. Say there's no party. Like a Holy Ghost party. The Holy Ghost knows how to party. Amen? If you're, if you're life, you know how to party. You know how to give life. You know how to make life happen. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, He is your new wine. You guys need some new wine. God's about to change your water into wine. He's about to intoxicate you. And fill you until you overflow. (laughs) See, joy is a byproduct of the Lord. Now, for some people... They get uncomfortable around joy. You know, when I watched the Three Stooges, I never got uncomfortable about laughing about the Three Stooges. So we should never be uncomfortable about joy. Right? There's fullness of joy in His presence. And we're in His his presence. So therefore, joy is right here. We have access to joy. See, joy, it's the greatest stress relief. The joy of the Lord, it comes inside right here, and it shoots up like a fountain, right? And, it, it, and then it goes, right? It starts here, and then it goes, see, because God is faithful, and he's old, so he's old faithful, Right? He's Old Faithful. You know, I've never visited Old Faithful. I've only seen things like it it, it explodes at certain times of the day, right? Because the pressure on the inside gets too great for it to contain. And when pressure gets too great to contain, it has to come out, right? It has to flow out in the name of Jesus. And so God has given us access because he's the way, the truth, and the life. There's no one who enjoyed, enjoyed life more than Jesus. And when people were having a bad day, he would go and improve their day. 
Right? See, a merry heart is like medicine. A merry heart. That, what's a merry heart? A merry heart is a heart full of joy. Amen? And it wasn't to be contained. See, when, when, you, when you rejoice, you really can't contain it. It's uncontainable. It's, it's like a soda bottle that's shook up, right? And, and that pressure builds up on the inside, and it has to find a release. It has to find a way out. And the way out for joy is really laughter. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, the Bible describes it as joy unspeakable. Well, if you can't speak it, it has to be expressed some way. And we, should, we shouldn't be uncomfortable with joy. Joy is a good thing. You know, God's kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy where? In the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost is the source of joy, right? And laughter is a sign of joy, you know? And sometimes our faces haven't gotten the message. I've got joy, 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 joy where? Down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart, I've got the joy, 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 joy. Down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. Hallelujah. we got the joy of the Lord in our hearts. And it's here to stay. Amen. You know, I may mess up words, but when I get in the spirit, I hit it right. Hallelujah. I've got the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. Come on. Let that joy that's in your heart, let it go. Let it flow. Let it be released. Release the joy. Ha, ha, ha. Release the joy. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, if they can release the cracking, we can release the joy. Hallelujah. Yeah. Joy, joy, you know, morning comes in the night. I mean, uh, sorrow comes in the night, but you know, joy comes in the morning. Joy wakes up and it's ready to go. Hallelujah. Father, right now, let the joy of the Lord flow out of her soul in the name of Jesus. Joy, joy, the joy of the Lord. It's bubbling up. It's bursting out. Hallelujah. That expressive joy. That overwhelming joy. 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 Too much joy. Too much joy. I'm sorry. Too much joy. Hallelujah. You can't can't overdose in joy. There's no side effects to joy in the name of Jesus. Joy. Joy and Joshua have the same first letter. You know that? Joy, joy, joy in the Holy Ghost. Jesus has the same first letter. Jesus, joy, joy, and Joshua, they all go together. Hallelujah. Father, right now, I just thank you for the joy of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Joy, 
joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Joy. Joy in the Holy Ghost. Makes you want to dance. In the name of Jesus. It makes you want to dance. Thank you, Lord. It makes you want to dance. All day long. Dance in the Holy Ghost. Yep. Dance in you the Holy Ghost. You need dance to loosen the Holy Ghost. Dance in the Holy Ghost like David dance. We serve a fun God. Dance He's in the Holy Ghost. He's the, the way dance the truth the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Dance in the Holy Ghost like David dance. There's freedom in the house. Dance in the Holy Ghost. If we you have dance a in the sister, Holy Ghost. We dance in the Holy if you have a sickness or a disease that has hindered your body, I want you to come up right now if you need healing in your body in the name of Jesus. We're going to release the medicine. Hallelujah. Joy, joy, joy in the Holy Ghost. You know, sickness is sad, but joy, healing is joy. Because what do you do when someone recovers from a sickness? They're all excited. Oh, I feel so much better. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We've got joy in our hearts and we're going to spread that joy and healing. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Healed with the joy of the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Sickness, you can no longer steal. You can no longer stop. You can no longer hinder because she's free indeed in the name of Jesus. Free indeed. Free indeed. Indeed. Hallelujah. Because you feed on righteousness, you're going to experience its fullness in the name of Jesus. Be strong. Be whole. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know you can have healing in your bones. Because Elisha died and they didn't have time to fill the grave so they just threw him in a grave. And then an enemy attacked. A guy got hit by an arrow and died and they put him on the bones of Elisha and he came back to life in the name of Jesus. Life to this body right now. Life to its bones. Life to the joints in the name of Jesus. Healing, wholeness, restoration of health in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks and praise. The healer is here right now. Jesus, healing is free to you in the name of Jesus. So just receive his healing power right now. Receive his virtue and his grace in the name of Jesus. Be healed. Be made strong. Be made whole in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we give you thanks and praise. Hallelujah. The anointing removes burdens and destroys yokes. I command that burden to go and that yoke to be destroyed right now in Jesus' name. I call you free indeed by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. The rhythm of his heart. The rhythm of his heart. The rhythm of his heart flows through me. Jesus is real and he came to heal. He will improve. 
how you feel. He is good. He is full of grace because we came here to seek his face. He is here in full power and he's here to help you in this very hour. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All glory to God. We're breaking through tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, he went about village to village, town to town, place to place. He taught and he preached and he healed. Are you ready to be healed? Fully, completely, wholly, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, be healed. The Bible says that believers, how many believers are in the house tonight? You shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover in the name of Jesus. Everybody say, shall recover. Shall recover. Now the greatest gift of all is salvation. The same power that went into the resurrection also goes into the conversion of a sinner. Amen? Now, you don't have to die to be a saint. The minute you accept Jesus, you become a saint right now and right here. Is there anybody here that's never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Because that's step number one. Amen? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through Him. Right? He is the way. Who's the way? Jesus. Who's the truth? Jesus. Who's the life? Jesus. Amen. He is fully God. He is fully man. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you and will quicken your mortal body. Lord, does anybody here need to be quickened? Quickened means made alive. Quickened means you got some dead joints. No more dead joints. I'm calling every Lazarus joint to come forth right now in the name of Jesus. No more dead joints full of life, full of the oil of the joy. God's giving you an oil change tonight. He's giving you an oil change. He's putting the oil of joy on every one of these sick joints in the name of Jesus. We're going to lock that pain. Ha, ha, ha. Pain, you thought you won, but you didn't. Jesus ends up winning. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I don't always know what I'm going to do. God doesn't show me the whole thing. Right? I didn't know how, how this was going to go, but God does. That's why you got to be good to flow. Yeah. Amen? you got to be able to set your sail in either direction. Right? Because He is the wind yeah. behind your sail. The wind of God is about to hit you right now like never before. In the name of Jesus, I give you, you I give Lord. you thanks and praise right now. There's a wind blowing right now in this direction in the name of Jesus. And you see, you're adjusting your sail because you want to catch the gust of the wind. Because if you don't have no wind, you don't have no forward motion. 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Free from every restriction. <laughs> no restriction in the name of Jesus. Nothing is too hard for God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible to them that believe. God is just stirring up something right here, right now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, you say, well, God never laughs. Does God not laugh? He sits in the heaven and laughs at the, uh, who, who's that person that don't believe he exists? The fool. The fool, atheist. but. The atheist, yeah. He also calls him a fool. Yeah, there are a fool, but God sits in the heavens and what? He laughs at people that don't believe in him. He laughs. So if God laughs, we can laugh. Fullness of joy. You're not quite at the full level yet, but you're getting there. So, Father, right now, I just thank you for pouring more joy into her in the name of Jesus. He's good to the last drop. So much joy that you're going to feel like you're going to pop. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're getting there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> You've been wired for success because you're on the right station and you're getting the message clear in the name of Jesus. He is your power source. He's removing all the static. Hallelujah. He's given you a clear signal in the name of Jesus. Oh, we give you thanks and praise right now. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you do what you need to do in the name of Jesus. What are we doing? We're responding to the Holy Ghost. Everybody say respond. Respond. RSVP, respond very promptly. (laughs) And when we respond promptly, God will respond powerfully. Hallelujah. He'll respond powerfully. Power, power, power. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, this is something that the religious mind cannot handle. I mean, they would get 
religion would get angry at Jesus for healing on the... Oh, you can't heal on the Sabbath. Really? Well, when you're Lord of the Sabbath, you can do anything you want on the Sabbath. Amen? Amen. Amen. He healed on the Sabbath. Yeah. So religion had a big problem with how Jesus did things and what he did. But he didn't care. He just did them anyway. You got to just do it anyway in the name of Jesus. You just got to step into the flow in the name of Jesus. Don't hold back. Just get in the flow. You know, when you get in the current, the current will take you. Yeah. No use fighting the current. Yeah. Go with the current. Amen. Now, there are some times when you got to be a salmon, you got to fight the current. But tonight, we're going with the current. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Jesus is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. So we got to follow him. Amen. Because he's the only one that can lead us into the unknown. Amen. He specializes in the impossible. When the deck is stacked against him. When it doesn't seem like there's a way out. Oh, he's got a way out in the name of Jesus. Our God is a good God. Amen. He laid the foundation of this earth with wisdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He put the stars in place. Amen. And they're still there. Amen. The sun still rises in the east. Yeah. It sets in the west. And God is still the best. Yeah. He always will be the best. Amen. Amen. He's the best there was, the best there is, and the best there ever will yeah. be. Glory to God. Amen. And when he went to a wedding, the, the host of the wedding said, you saved the best wine for the last. Most people put out the cheap, the good wine, then the cheap wine, but you saved the best for the last, amen. God's got the best for the last. He, he's a strong finisher. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. A strong finisher. Amen. I think you need to shout a little bit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Is there anybody here? You've been walking around with a heavy weight, a heavy burden. You felt bogged down, almost to the point of being hindered. Anybody here? Does that describe anybody? A big weight, a big burden. I want you to come up here right now. Yes, if you feel like you've been carrying a big weight and a big burden. Amen. I have you, something. Yes, yes. Keep playing, Gabe. There's a reason why Gabe was playing the drums. I kept hearing the rhythm has to come back in your life. It's like the enemy has been putting yes. people out of rhythm yes. with God. See, God has a rhythm. Like Pastor Doug said, the sun sets in a certain direction. Yes. It rises in a certain direction. Things happen on a system with God. Yes. And the enemy comes in and messes up all those things, try to get you out of sync. Yes. So normally we play the piano, but there's a reason why I felt like the drums needed to be played. And that's what I kept hearing was one, two, three, four, just a rhythm. So just take this music, because music, there's an anointing on it. And just 
stand up, yes. move around, whatever you got to do, but do a rhythm. Just kind of count if you have to get your life back in sync with the Holy Ghost. Here, Allison, come over here. Stand right over here. See, Jesus said, my yoke is easy. Mm-hmm. And my burden is light. He said, come to me, all those who are heavy laden with burden, and I will give you rest. Thank you, Jesus. Rest is not some place where you lay down and go to sleep. Rest is where you find relief, where that burden leaves. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we're saying bye-bye, burden. Bye-bye, weight. You're going away in the name of Jesus. You weren't designed to carry it anyway. It's time to cast your cares unto Him and trust Him with all of your hearts. It says, lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge Him in all of your ways so that He can direct your path. When He's directing your path, there's no way to burden to it. So, Father, I thank you right now that that burden is released and that yoke is destroyed from her neck in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You're about to lose that weight. That you no no no. It's not a hope so. It's a no so. Say tonight. Thank you, Jesus. It's my night. I'm getting free. Hallelujah. From all this junk. In Jesus' name. Father, right now, I just thank you right now that that burden and weight from off of her shoulders is gone in the name of Jesus. And Lord, you're working it out. You're working it out for your glory, for your honor. In Jesus' name. Yes. Hallelujah. Lion's chair. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Father. It's like the weight of a steel-barred prison. But when Paul and Silas were in Philippi, they began to praise God. And their burden was immediately lifted. And their yoke was immediately destroyed. The chains literally fell off of them in the name of Jesus. The chains are falling off of you right now by the anointing of the power of God in the name of Jesus. Oh, the burden is gone. The yoke is removed. And freedom is here. Freedom is here. Freedom is here. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes when God needs to, you know, when something needs to be built, there has to, sometimes things need to be taken down, mm-hmm. right? Old things need to be removed. The Bible says that you are a new creature. Say, I'm a new creature. I'm a new creature. Old things are passed away. Old things are passed away. They're gone. Yes. I don't have them anymore. Oh. And behold... All things, All things are becoming new. Becoming new. I'm getting made new right now. Yeah. I'm being renewed in the spirit of yeah. my mind. Hallelujah. God is doing a new thing in my life. Yeah. I have a new connection with God. I have new strength. New mercy. Thank you, Jesus. New favor. Yeah. New creative ideas. Yeah. 
is up to something good. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight for your awesome, incredible presence. We reverence and honor you. And we give you all the glory. Thank you, Father. We thank you for the oil of joy. In the name of Jesus, you're lubricating every heart, every mind, and every body in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we give you the praise that is due to you. Yes. We thank you, Lord, that you're teaching us yes. how to flow, yes. how to yield, yes. how to move, yes. and how to respond by the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. And sometimes we're going to experience wild things. Amen? It's okay to get a little wild. Right? Hallelujah. It's good to get excited. But most importantly, we got to learn to flow with the Holy Ghost. Mm. Just as God took care of Elijah in a famine, there was a drought because he pronounced it. But God took care of him, God gave him water. God gave him food. God gave him sustenance. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that you're taking care of them. Just just like you took care of Elijah. Lord, you're causing them to get the victory in the name of Jesus. You're causing them to triumph over life's troubles in the name of Jesus. There's no foe that can stand against them. Jesus, you are their light and their salvation. And no one you shall fear in the name of Jesus. You are fearless. Hallelujah. You are bold as lions. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, you are strong and mighty and full of life and full of vitality. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God will take good care of you. He has not forsaken you. He will not forsake you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. Okay. I think, I think that it's done for tonight. But the wine will still be flowing as you go. Amen. Because he doesn't just do a work in the atmosphere. He does a work inside of you. So you take it with you wherever you go. Amen. Have a great night and a good rest of the week. God bless you.